Welcome to Macedonian Postcards. Dobrodojdovte vo Makedonska razglednica. My name is David Belidis. Ja sum Dragis Pasovski. And we're your hosts for this show. It's brought to you by Izvor Music. You can look at our website at izvormusic.com. That's spelled I-Z-V-O-R, music.com. Today's postcard is from Skopsko. And the song is Pavle mi pije. song as you said David from Skopsko and for some reason the theme is nothing new actually you can hear the same or similar theme in different songs but this kind of song it's unique by the melody I mean very often you have a song which is more or less similar lyrics and similar melody in this case I've never heard a melody similar to this one and lyrics more or less similar like I remember my brother-in-law who is from northeast of Macedonia, which is Busilegret. He used to sing a song, he used to have a kemane, and used to play the song and sing along. The words, the lyrics are similar, but then the melody was totally different. This song is from Skopje. The first time I heard the song was not very long ago, not centuries ago. I would think this is newly introduced song, but I don't think the song itself is a new song. It's an old traditional song, but for some reason, it was just kept in the area where the song was popular. And even though the region where the song comes from is only something like 15 miles, uh, kilometers away from Skopje. I remember the time, the first time this song was recorded, and it was introduced by Persa Nikolova and Elena Dmitrievska. They came from the village of Orman, which is, I said, just next door to Skopje, north of Skopje. But how come the song was never brought further south? I have no idea. The song was recorded exactly at the time when my mother actually was first time introduced to the public through the radio, which is in 1960s, the beginning of 1960s. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, this song just became so popular. It was running in the radio waves every day. It was the only unique song recording for a long time and later on 
a lot of people just made kind of new arrangements, like uh, new adaptations. The first recording was done with Nagorno Instrumenti Orchestra, mm -hmm. Petya Tanasovsky. traditional arrangement for a long time until, you know, people put it in the repertoire of their own performances with different kind of orchestras. They did make some adaptation to their instruments. And nowadays you can hear different arrangements, but still it's the same song. Mm -hmm. The same, only one, Pablo Mipia. sang and performed any kind of occasions, family occasions, weddings, christening parties, engagement parties, or just in general parties. It's a happy song. It's a danceable rhythm. Yeah, it just moves you up to get up and dance. And the lyrics, it's about a young man, Pavle, who enjoys drinking and he goes too far with the drinking. He doesn't even have the money to pay anymore, the bill, and the tavern keeper tells him to sell his horse so he can, you know, cover the bills. He's still, you know, one of those young, negligent people, just enjoying life, careless. Carefree. Carefree, yeah, which doesn't really in real life happens so much, but still we find it in songs, which I think is a reflection of somebody who was, in a way, more or less, with personality described as in song. And I want to say again that this song, I found it through my brother-in-law, 
in a different way of interpretation. I don't know whether that was his own interpretation, but then again, it sounded totally different. And in fact, I had heard this song way before I heard the real Pavle Mipie. You mean you heard your brother's version before you exactly. heard the recording? Yeah, because, my, not my brother, my brother-in-law's. I met him in 1957. That was the time when my sister got, 56, 57, when she got married. And at night, I remember him, you know, using his kemane and singing. And somehow, I always loved the song. The way he sang it was... That's really nice and different, too. Different, David. I always thought it's different. It sounded different. But maybe that's because he accompanied himself with a kemane. And it sounded like a Kemane song. And we know we have some Kemane songs in Macedonia. They all sound different. Even if you take the same song and record with Narod instrumented band, it will sound different because of, you know, the instrument mm -hmm. which is included in the orchestra. And Kemane is the same or very similar to the Turkish instrument Kemane, except that it has been a little bit adjusted to the Macedonian songs. In what way? In tuning. Ah, uh, the tuning's different. Yeah, the tuning is a little bit different. And is it played upright? You, you exactly it, it like the kemane. Well, it's bowed across Ex your body. Right, exactly. Not on your arm the no, way uh, no, the no. traditional violin might be played. No, and usually our kemanes, the lower part is kept on the knee. Mm -hmm. You keep your legs crossed, and then you just play with a bow. And as I said, maybe that's what made the song sound different. And maybe at that time, I was experiencing for the first time in my life Kemane singing and Kemane sound. Definitely now when I go over, it did sound different, but that was my first experiencing of that sound. Now, you said you asked the first popular recording of this was by Persson Nikolova and Elena Dimitrievska? Not popular recording. It was actually the first recording. Ah, the first recording of the, the first song. The first recording Okay, of did the song. you ever meet either of these two singers? Oh, yes. I did. Elena Dimitrieva, I just met her on a couple of occasions. She passed away too young. Persson Nikolova, I had met her on a few occasions, singing or non-singing. She abstinated from the scene for some years after her friend Elena passed away. For some reason, they were, at that time, the best duet in traditional singing that Radioscopia had. Right at the peak of their career, the duet was ah. done. She tried recording songs with Marica Zilkowska and Vidanka Jankowska. They recorded as a trio a few songs, and she did record with Marica Zilkowska a few songs. But for some reason, it was not the same. Maybe, maybe because the audience was used to Yelena and Persa, a sound, and Yelena was missing, and we felt like something was missing in those recordings, mm -hmm. unfortunately.
You've been listening to Macedonian Postcards brought to you by EzvorMusic.com. Слушавте Македонска разгледница, представено от EzvorMusic.com. We're your hosts, David Belitis и Драги Спасовски. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Благодарим, че бяхте с нас и до слушания.